this is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. Meat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. It is Josh. It is Ben. Ben is smiling once again. He got me, folks. He got me before I started. I don't even know what he was doing. <laughs> that one was half on purpose, half not. I'm like, I'm going to do something stupid. But then, like, you just kept going. You just started. I just, listen, we got we to gotta keep it professional around here and roll with it. We're not going to get ben sponsored the- by Bubbly unless we keep it professional. <laughs> If you haven't been paying attention to recent episodes, Ben always tries to throw me off before we hit record. I don't try. I do, and it works. Succeeds every single time. So basically, the beginning of every episode is us trying to keep it together and then roll through the intro as we hop into it. Listen, today, there's football today. It is Thursday. It is opening night. Football is tonight. Let's go! And we are excited about it. We've got the Chiefs, the Lions tonight on Thursday Night Football, the opening matchup of the NFL season, which means fantasy football begins tonight. And we are stoked about it. Um, I, I, I think it's safe to say, Ben, you're very, very excited. Got a lot riding on this. I finally get to see him. A, I get to see the NFL, but I finally get to see Gibbs. Finally. If you have not been paying attention, Ben is obsessed, honestly, with just, well, TJ Hawkinson. I guess he's not a Lion anymore, but Jameer Gibbs, TJ Hawkinson, they have heavy ties to the Detroit Lions, and, and Ben is obsessed with them. Andre Swift, too. I was obsessed with him on the Lions. There you go. Basically, if I mean, you're a Lions just, running back or tight end, I like you. You like him a lot, which... I'm going to end up liking Laporta, let's be honest. <laughs> Laporta's probably going to end up being great. Ben is going to love him. He's going to be drafting him as a top five tight end next year. That's probably not going to happen, but okay. <laughs> what, um, aside from Jameer Gibbs, what are you most excited about for this season, this opening week? Really all our, all our like my guys slash hot takes. Hey, I'm yeah. really excited to see Calvin Ridley. I'm really excited to see P.J. Hawkinson. I'm excited to see Josh Allen because he's my favorite player. I'm excited just to watch the Bengals because I would like to see them be the team to beat, I guess, in the AFC. So just, I just yeah. like Jamar Chase. I like Burrow. Just a little bit. Just excited to see my favorite players back in action, man. It's fun, too, just to see if all these things that we've been predicting – for the past several months, if they will come true. See or all our if we are idiots. just come crashing down. <clears throat> I know, Psych. I know. You guys are stupid. I mean, there's going to be a few. I guarantee it. I mean, last year there was a couple. We also, I mean, we do get some right. I'm going to get right get about a couple wrong. of them. Yeah, Somebody has to it. be good. I think my favorite part about uh, creating fantasy football content is that everybody expects you to never miss, which... Is really funny because You're miss half you miss the time. you miss about as much as you get right. You just hope that the ones you get right are the big ones, and the ones that you miss are the smaller ones. If that makes sense, 
it's more just who's you got your process is going to be you just got to get your process right that's true yeah yeah and a lot of people i think the reason why this exists one we love talking about football but two we feel like we've developed a process that's been successful and we hope that uh through listening to the show your process wherever you may be listening is improved hopefully by listening to what we've got here and then today we'll find out we will find out tonight uh yeah so we are doing our favorite starts at uh, quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end well I mean, we can spoil it we can just tell you who the the best tight end starts are right now yeah i'm starting Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. It's, it's Mark Andrews. <laughs> if you don't have the two of them, you're up a creek, my friend. You need to no, go get not. yourself some Travis Kelsey, some if Mark you Andrews. Got, if you got T.J. Hawkinson, you're good. If, if you don't have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, you are up a creek, my friend. Or T.J. Hawkinson. If you don't have Travis Kelsey <laughs> We can do Mark this Andrews, all day. <laughs> you are I'm up not going to back creek. down. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson is a top three it. tight end. Oh, I just love it. I love it so much. I'm so excited football is back. Um, yeah, why don't we just hop into it, lead things off right off the rip here with the quarterbacks. We have each picked a quarterback and their matchup that is our quarterback start of the week. Ben, lead us off. Who is your quarterback start of the week? <clears throat> they both, both of these are low-hanging fruit, but... At the same time, uh, my start of the week is Justin Herbert because I think that game is going to be a boat race. Most people probably consider Justin Herbert top seven. I probably have him toast to top five. So, But either way, I think it's going to be a shootout between him and Miami. He's got his weapons back. Keenan's healthy. Mike Williams is healthy. Gerald Everett's healthy. Austin Eckler's healthy. The offensive line is healthy. And they add Quentin Johnson, who's reportedly not even the wide receiver three. It's Josh Palmer. So, it's all systems go. We got Kellen Moore, brand new offensive coordinator. Let's get it. I think Justin Herbert's going to soar back up the rankings this year. This is his year. He's going to dominate. Yeah, the other part of that is Miami is going to score points, which means that the Chargers will have to score points, which means Justin Herbert should have himself a good week. I'm excited. My start of the week is Lamar Jackson against the Houston Texans. Ooh. Surprise, surprise. You're going to roll out a stop five quarterback on week oh, one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Oh, man. Uh, the Texans were the worst it's, defense. It's so much for better fans. that my Siri is an Indian guy. <laughs> is it really? Can you say that again, please? I didn't even I didn't catch quite that. get that. <laughs> Who is Lamar Jackson? Would oh. you like me to pull up photos? <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's Lamar Jackson. The Texans last year were the worst defense uh, for opposing fantasy options. They were terrible against the run a year ago. They'll probably be a little bit better this year. They drafted Will Anderson. But is that defense going to be good? I, I don't think so. I have no reason to believe that's a good defense. And the Ravens offense is one that, like Ben was talking about with the Chargers, the Ravens is the other offense in the NFL this year that like 
it is all systems go. We've got a new coordinator. We've got new receivers. J.K. Dobbins is back from injury. It's, you know, Lamar is healthy. Should be fun. Should be really, really fun for the Ravens this year. So Lamar's the quarterback start of the week for me. Let's jump over to running backs. Hit us with your running back start of the week, Ben. Running back start of the week is playing tonight. It's And it's not Jameer Gibbs, shockingly. <clears throat> it, it is, is David Montgomery. And it's not that I'm not starting Gibbs. I think I'm starting David Montgomery. A, we talked about him in the last episode of he's taking over Jamal Williams' role. And guess what? He's better than Jamal Williams by a pretty good bit. We expect the offense to be good. But Chris Jones is not going to be playing, I don't think, for the Chiefs. Correct me if I'm wrong. As of, to, as of now, it doesn't look like he will be. As of now, he's not playing. So, I get that, it, you know, it's it's kind of a stupid saying, like, it's a different defense without Chris Jones. Obviously, he's their best player on defense. But, like, seriously, without Chris Jones, I, I, I don't think they really stand much of a chance of stopping the Detroit Lions. Like, Mahomes and Kelsey, they're going to handle their business on the other side of the football. I'm not worried about that. But I have serious concerns about their ability to get really anything against a very, very good Detroit offensive line. I think Gibbs is the better running back. I think Gibbs is going to be great. But I think it's going to be David Montgomery handling the lion's share of the carries in a game that, another one that I think could be a boat race. you got two good offenses and really not that, not that all-impressive Chiefs defense without Chris Jones, so... Yeah, and I and I think week one of them kind of feeling out what Jameer Gibbs is going to be, I think David Montgomery is going to have a more increased role than he will even later down the season. So week one, I think David Montgomery's locked in. Yeah, I, I agree. That's This is like a sneaky one, too, because I don't think a lot of people look at David Montgomery. I mean, we, we think he's going to be interesting, right? But we all think that Jameer Gibbs is the back to own. But that's the part of this that's, again, we're going to be really curious about tonight is, is David Montgomery going to handle the majority of the carries, maybe not the pass catching work? Or, you know, we still don't really know how they're going to use Gibbs. We have an idea, but we still don't really know for sure. Ways but, you won't expect per Ben Johnson. Uh, yeah. Ways you won't expect, which. That sounds means, creepy. <laughs> It it does sound a little 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 out there, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, David Montgomery, I think is he's probably going to be a pretty good start. Um, you know, if he gets a rushing touchdown in there, oh, oh baby, this is a this is a more of. I mean, obviously, I think Montgomery is going to be pretty solid throughout the year, but this is more of Chiefs ain't going to have Chris Jones. It's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. Give me maybe Montgomery. Mine is going to be Aaron Jones versus the Chicago Bears. Um, this is this is really like I went and targeted who's playing the Bears week one because the Bears rush defense is bad, and I don't think it's going to be any better this year than it was last year. Last year it was, I think it was the second worst rush defense to the Texans. This year they might be the worst rush defense in the NFL. They're they're not good there. So. I specifically targeted the Bears matchup. And Aaron Jones, while, I mean, A.J. Dillon could have a good week here too, it sort of remains to be seen 
you know, how they're going to be used. But Aaron Jones could be a really, really good start this week, especially if, you know, if he gets 12 carries, 80 yards or something, and then whatever he's going to do in the passing game that's just a bonus. I think Aaron Jones could be a really, really good, a sneaky great start this week. Yeah. And he's going to be one they're going to lean on. They're going to throw him the ball. I'm going to be honest. The Bears matchup is going to be just one that I'll be targeting all year long. Like, whoever's playing the Bears, and this is where David Montgomery could be really interesting because you get two Bears matchups, uh, and obviously all the other teams in that division. But the Bears are just, they're going to suck. I think I'm calling my shot now. The Bears are going to be the, like, the Houston Texans matchup this year that's like, the run defense is terrible. It doesn't really matter who's playing. Just start those running backs, and uh, good things will happen. Wide receivers, hit us with yours. Speaking of bad defenses in the NFC North, I'm starting Chris Godwin week one because I think the Vikings defense is going to be awful. That's one of the reasons that I think a lot of people, I mean, A, obviously Justin Jefferson's great. T.J. Hawkins is great. I think uh, Jordan Addison's going to be good. But people like him a lot this year even more than you would normally like them because they're going to be in some shootouts this year because they're not going to be a stop anybody. So I think Chris Godwin is getting to the point where he's kind of underrated. I think Baker Mayfield's going to be okay. So you give me a starting receiver. He's also a year removed from the ACL, which yeah, last year I think that affected him more than people realize. So a year removed from the ACL. It's not Tom Brady, it's Baker Mayfield, but it's going to be fine. In a bad defense, he's going to get a bunch of targets. In a probably, I mean, the Vikings are going to put up points, so they're going to have to put up points. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Probably. I think what's going to be really interesting is just seeing, like, Baker Mayfield in camp. You remember how much of a meme it was, how bad he was just in training camp? But then in preseason, Baker Mayfield was really good. Like, I think it was a a storyline that just kind of flew under the radar a little bit. But he was incredibly efficient in preseason. And I think you pointed this out before we hit record that, like, these are the best receivers that he's ever had. And it's just going to be interesting to see how he does with Mike Evans, with Chris Goblin. Um, You know, the offensive line isn't super great, but I don't know. And then, you know, Ryan, Ryan Jensen, the center, Looks like his career's over. I'm curious. I, I really don't know what to do with this Tampa Bay team. Like, I don't know if they're going to be awful or if they're going to be halfway decent. I have no idea. It's going to be a battle of the mids in the NFC South. Who do you think is going to win that division? Your Falcons homerism aside. It's... Y'all say Falcons homerism. I want them to lose more than anybody because I want the number one <laughs> overall pick. I don't want to be rolling out Desmond Ritter for the next two years. <laughs> we need a quarterback. That's true. Uh, I that's think true. the Saints. What do you th- so? Okay, that's really interesting. What do you think is a successful season for the Falcons then? If you're pulling for them to lose all their games and get Caleb Williams, what is a successful season? A successful season is one of two things. Either A, you go get Caleb Williams and you you basically tank as hard as you can. Or B, you go get Kyler Murray. Okay, so you would like that. Yeah, I think that would be good. 
You need to fire Arthur Smith, which is why I want us to lose a lot of games. <laughs> and you need to go get Ben Johnson from the Lions. Give him Bijan, Pitts, London, and go get a quarterback like either Kyler or maybe you don't have the number one overall pick, but you can still go get Drake May, maybe, and even though he didn't look mm. amazing. So a successful season does not entail throwing 25 passes a game, having absolutely no fantasy value for your pass catchers, and making the playoffs with nine wins. That's not a successful division. season. Okay. Which is what I'm afraid we're going to do, is somehow win the division. Like Bijan, we drafted Bijan because like we need to win now. <laughs> ridiculous oh man my wide receiver start of the week is Amon Ross St. Brown against Kansas City another He's Lions Chiefs pick? matchup it's hey good players good matchups sign me up uh, this is also a Chris Jones thing I think if Chris Jones can't harry your quarterback then your passing game is going to be significantly better than we thought. I mean, Chris Jones really does affect every aspect of the game tonight. And I don't think the Chiefs make the Super Bowl without him last year. I don't think so either. Bengals beat him if that happens. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jones is one of the more important players in the NFL. Obviously, like, Kelsey this is Mahomes, not to take This is not a Mahomes hate or to take away from anything that Mahomes has done. Right. But it helps so much when you've got a game breaker on the other side of the field who can get you the ball back. Exactly. A guy who can go get the other team's quarterback and put him on his butt, that helps a lot. That helps a ton in terms of disrupting a team's rhythm. And when you don't have that there, like, you know, the Chiefs defense is not bad without Chris Jones. It's not a terrible defense outside of the one player, but just not having that one guy. That's their anchor. Exactly. It's going to affect how they do things in a big, big way. I think Amon Ross St. Brown will get like 30, 35% of the targets. And if their offense is humming, that means Amon Ross St. Brown is playing really, really well. So I think Amon Ross St. Brown could very easily have 100 yards tonight. I don't think that's going to be too difficult. Like, who else are they going to throw to? It's Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs. Sam Laporta. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I'm not saying Brown, I could see him having 10 catches, 100 yards, maybe a touchdown. Who knows? But yeah, in, in PPR leagues, my gosh, sign me up for I'm not saying Brown. We've, and we've seen him be great with no Jamison Williams, A. And we've seen him be great with Swift be in his prime, quote unquote. Like when Swift yeah. is healthy and good to go and scoring 27 points a game, Amonra still had like 35. So we, yeah, we have seen Amonra be absolutely dominant with every other player there. With TJ Hawkinson there, he's been dominant. Without him, he's been dominant. With Swift, he has, it's, you know, Amonra's great. He's going to be awesome, I think, no matter which way you slice it. Yeah. There you go. Before we wrap things up here, we have a few mailbag questions that uh, I think are going to be really interesting here. A couple start sits ahead of tonight's game. And also, this really, uh, Fascinating question that I had to do a little bit of research for because I did not think this was a thing. But apparently Mark Andrews has been sitting out of practice. I actually did not know this. He's missed like six or so. Interesting. So I actually, before we hit record, I went and found an article talking about this. And John Harbaugh has said that Mark Andrews is going to be fine, that he's going to practice a couple days before 
their uh, their week one game on Sunday and that he will play in week one, that he's fine. There's nothing to worry about. So, start Mark Andrews. Also, the other thing here, too, is Mark Andrews is a diabetic, and so perhaps the heat outside for these uh, training camp practices could have had something to do with this. I don't know. That's speculation, but maybe that had something to do with it. Not no a clue. But if he's, if he's active, you roll out Mark Andrews. Yeah, you, you will be starting Mark Andrews. Uh, okay, Ben. <laughs> Tough, hard-hitting question here. Are you starting James Cook or David Montgomery week one? Uh, since I just, just, I mean, five minutes ago named David Montgomery my start of the week, <laughs> I don't think in good conscience I can now bench him over somebody like James Cook. Fair enough. So absolutely. I, I, I mean, if David Montgomery wasn't my start of the week, I think until I see James Cook be a great running back for the Bills, I'm starting David Montgomery. I know what I got in him. I yeah. know what I have in James Cook. I've got this situation in a dynasty league, the main dynasty league, the OG one, where I've got Javante Williams, I've got Brees Hall. At some point, they're going to crack the lineup, but for week one, I cannot in good conscience start two guys that are massive question marks. So I will be starting David Montgomery in an eight-team dynasty league, and it feels so dumb, but it's just where we're at. It happens. The running back landscape is a mess if David Montgomery is your start of the week, but here we are. Same league. The running running back market is such a mess that I traded JT, Devonta Smith, and a first to go get Gibbs and Chris Godwin. And you are hoping to goodness that Jonathan Taylor does not play in a snap this entire season so that you can feel good about that one. I have convinced myself, obviously, if he's traded, it's a different story. But I don't think he plays for Indianapolis this year. What are you going to do with yourself if he gets traded to the Miami Dolphins? There's no really good bridges around where I live. Is there (laughs) any around you? Yeah, we got a couple. Okay. They're not super tall, but you could drown at the in the lake that's below it. I'm not really looking to drown. Like I want to be like <laughs> I'm looking for something instantaneous. I'm not really looking to okay. suffer through the whole thing. When you're looking to jump, you just want to hit something, you know, concrete at the bottom. Yeah, like a thermonuclear weapon or something. <laughs> you want to jump into a volcano. Yeah, there we go. Just woof. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that'd be a, no. that's a story. Yeah. No, that's a good way to go. You get you get up there and everybody's like, oh, what happened to you? Well, I rode a shark's back and jumped into a volcano. Yeah, this, it's not one of those tragic, you know, he died in a river or something like that. Something <laughs> something tragic like, what did he do? He jumped wearing a nuclear weapon into a volcano. <laughs> what, what more better is that? <laughs> what more better is that? Oh, man. That is the no, way yeah, to go. That is the way to do it. Yeah, so... Jonathan Taylor, Miami, would be the end of you, but it'd be a story. I'm secret. <laughs> you know, I'm not pulling against you, but I would love it if Jonathan Taylor from, starts from week five on and is like the RB one from then on. That would just be for no, if nothing else, it would just be really funny. You know what? I'm okay with that as long as Jameer Gibbs is the RB two. <laughs> 
He'd be like, it's okay, traded... it was worth it, guys. Yeah, because even still, I traded the 24-year-old guy for the 21-year-old guy. Yeah, fair enough. Give up a lot on, uh, give up a lot on top of it, but uh, it worked out. Yeah, there we go. Last question here: Do we have any pre-week one calling our shots on waiver wire pickups after week one? Since we are profits here, we are the fantasy know. profits. <laughs> I don't know. Go get Van Jefferson. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. Here's two names that I don't know. I mean, they should be rostered. I don't know in what world they wouldn't be rostered. They should be. But if Raheem Mostert or Deion Jackson are not rostered in your leagues, go pick them up. They're going to be starting running backs week one. So they will automatically... They'll, they'll show up in that trending players thing on Sleeper. Uh, another name would be, I think, Jawan Johnson, the tight end for the Saints. I think he's going to have a pretty good he year. And he's probably... I did make a whole post about him. I have I have invested my own personal time into trying to figure out if Jawan Johnson is going to be any good, and I came away thinking he will be. What if he's not? I will also go join you on the bridge. Dang. I, I feel like JT is a dude worth jumping for. Javon, well, Jawan <laughs> Johnson is not. You're right. He's not. I'll, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Probably nothing. I'll just sit on the couch and be like, oh, no. Jawan well, Johnson. Shucks. <laughs> yeah shucks <laughs> yeah um, that'll do it for this one this is a quick one a nice little a little compact composite yeah there we go a compact episode I like the way you put that one um, if you want to support us you can check us out on Patreon we have rankings and projections over there if you happen to do any drafts ahead of tonight's game you are living on a prayer, and I can appreciate it, but, you know, I would hope everybody has drafted by now. Uh, you can also support what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, don't draft early, because when all these running backs get hurt, you'll look like an idiot. Draft once the season is over. That way you know who's healthy. That way you know who's actually going to be good, and there's no prognostication involved. There you go. Uh, you can also leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to the podcast. We appreciate it very much. Can't wait for the season to start. Can't wait to see how this thing shakes out. I'm excited to watch NFL football short hours. Just a couple. That'll do it from us. We'll see you next week when we're back reacting to week one of the NFL season. Cannot wait. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.